0: You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. iCloud Private Relay, unveiled in the middle of last year, has made a big splash in the tech community, with some saying that it's one of the coolest things to happen in privacy and network encryption in a while. It lets you browse with Safari in an even more secure and private way. It's built into Apple phones and computers, and it works like a mix between a VPN and Tor. It makes browsing on Safari, Apple's web browser, more private, and anyone who has a paid iCloud account can turn it on. For the average user, it is a huge step forward for privacy. But does this mean that you should add it to your privacy toolbox? We'll dive into how Private Relay works, all the pros and cons, and how it compares to VPNs and Tor, so that you can decide whether it's the right fit for you. Let's start by understanding how VPNs and Tor work. If you already know this, feel free to skip ahead. VPNs and Tor are both helpful for hiding your internet usage in different ways. Normally, when you use the internet, networks and websites have access to your IP address, which identifies your device and location. They can also see what sites you visit. When you use a VPN, your internet traffic out of your computer is encrypted, and instead of the traffic going directly to the website that you want to visit, it's routed by the VPN provider server first. By doing this, the website you're accessing only sees the IP address of your VPN provider and not your IP address. Your internet service provider is also unable to see which websites you're visiting, only that you're visiting the VPN server, and because the traffic's encrypted, if it's intercepted, it can't be read. While this is great for protecting your online identity from websites and ISPs and potentially nosy snoopers, the VPN provider still gets a huge amount of information about you. That's a big downside of most VPNs. Now let's look at Tor. It stands for the Onion Router. And just like an onion has many layers, Tor wraps your traffic in multiple layers of encryption. Rather than your traffic going directly to the website that you're trying to visit, it bounces around to different servers on the Tor network, peeling back a layer of encryption each time. No server is aware of the full route of the traffic. The entry node knows who you are, but it doesn't know where you want to go. In these relay servers, they don't know anything about the traffic that they're bouncing around because it's all encrypted, and the final Tor server called an exit node knows where you're going, but it has no idea who the request came from. There are VPNs that provide multi-hopping, but it's quite different from onion routing because the VPN provider itself still knows what all the hops are and who you are. Tor is one of the best tools that we have for helping achieve real digital anonymity. But data leaving the exit node is unencrypted, so although it helps with anonymity, it's not a tool for keeping your connections secure. So where does Apple's private relay fit in? It has elements of both Tor and a VPN, using something called dual hop architecture. It's closer to a simple version of onion routing than multi-hopping, because it segments the sender of a request and the destination that they want to go to, and it prevents anyone from knowing both who you are and what you're looking at. In theory, not even Apple will be able to track where you're going. How it works is your internet traffic is encrypted and it's routed through two proxy servers. The first server, known as the Ingress Proxy, is owned by Apple. The first internet relay only knows your IP address, not the website you want to visit. Basically, the first relay doesn't decrypt the traffic to learn where you're visiting, it just sends the encrypted package on to the second server, known as an egress proxy, which is owned by a content provider. They then decrypt the package and send you where you want to go. The second internet relay only knows where you're going, not your original IP address. Instead, it assigns a new. Private Relay IP Address that just shows your general location. You can decide how specific you want it to be. You can choose to have your fake IP address linked to your city or region so that your searches for things like weather and news are still relevant, or you can choose a more generic IP address that's far broader, It's great for protecting your location from snooping websites. Despite its dual hop architecture, Apple claims that when private relay is enabled, your actual browsing experience remains fast and private. This is actually interesting because Tor is notoriously slow, because your packet is being bounced around to a bunch of servers before making it to its destination, and VPNs also often slow down your traffic because it's being relayed to another server first. But apparently due to the innovative architecture that private relay uses, private relay speeds will be fast. User feedback at this early stage suggests that Apple hasn't gotten the speed there yet, but it's predicted that they will. Now let's dive into these second servers that Apple doesn't control. Who's running them? Apple said that they've partnered with content providers, but they haven't actually made any announcements as to who exactly. Content delivery networks would make a lot of sense as partners because, as this VP at Amazon Web Services noted, both of the private relay proxy servers would need huge and deeply distributed global footprints to be effective. Many suspect that major internet backbone companies such as Akami, Cloudflare, and Fastly are amongst the partners. The outcome of private relay is threefold. Advertising companies and ISPs will have far less access to your browsing, Apple won't be able to see which sites you're visiting, and these third-party content providers won't know who you are. That's a huge decrease in the dragnet capture of identifiable user data. This has just bumped the privacy of the average Apple user up tremendously. Let's be honest, many people don't want to deal with VPNs or having to understand Tor. But with a click of a button built into their phone, they can now shield themselves from online trackers who would otherwise have built a vast profile on them. Apple's private relay is such a powerful service for stopping tracking that a lot of people are pretty upset about it, like companies who rely on tracking as part of their business model. Some network providers, known for pervasive tracking of their users, are opting to disable the feature, and some whole countries are banning the technology altogether. It makes sense that those who live in countries where the governments have strong surveillance and anti-encryption laws will be unable to access the service, given that the private relay relies on encryption. Apple has already confirmed that private relay won't be available in a slew of countries. This is no different from how they treat VPNs and Tor, which are also blocked by many of the same countries. So would I recommend that you use Apple's private relay over something like VPN or Tor? Probably not. Hear me out. First of all, given the innovative architecture that we mentioned earlier, there are some websites and networks that aren't yet compatible with this service. Apparently 5-7% of networks block the Quick protocol that Private Relay relies on, which is why Apple rolled back their plan to turn it on by default on devices, and instead chose to have users opt in. It's worth mentioning that while it's possible to use a VPN that disguises itself to look like a normal IP address, Apple's Private Relay is easily identifiable as a proxy service This means that many schools or businesses won't let you connect. But there's also a more optimistic prediction that Apple might actually have the weight behind them to make such places change their VPN and proxy server policies, lest they otherwise lose every customer that has an iPhone. Now let's talk about privacy comparison. Private Relay looks pretty great in this regard because of the dual hop system. But it only really protects web browsing on Safari. If you're using another browser, perhaps one like Brave that's great for privacy, Private Relay won't work. Also, your apps aren't protected by Private Relay, for these reasons having a VPN encrypting traffic from your whole device may be better so that your IP address is also protected when you use your apps. The other thing to mention is that we're not sure of Apple's logging policies with regards to Private Relay, or whether there's a way for them to re-correlate the web activity with the user after the fact if needed. That doesn't mean that I default distrust them, it just means that if your threat model is high, you should probably stick with Tor as one of many different privacy layers rather than relying on Apple's private relay. So the TLDR, if you're already using a VPN and Tor for your different internet activities, I'd probably stick with them rather than using private relay. But if you're yet to dive into the world of VPNs and Tor, Private Relay is an option worth exploring in the meantime. You can just flip a switch and get a whole bunch more privacy than you had when you previously browsed the web, and that's a groundbreaking shift for the average user. Have a play and let us know what you think, and if you're feeling slightly more brave, check out our tutorials for VPNs and Tor. It's worth having all of them in your privacy toolbox for your different needs. If you found this video useful, liking and subscribing to the channel is a zero cost way to help support our content. Thanks so much for watching. I'm a the status quo.